Johnny Signorelli here talking about immediate reaction to Canelo versus Yildirim. Wow, that's a brief conversation, to quote Dwyer. I mean, we all knew going in. Come on, guys. I mean, I live in Las Vegas. Canelo was a negative 5,000, okay, which if you guys are not familiar with sports books, which I know that the wire is familiar with sports books and stuff of that nature, is that he was a heavy favorite. I think Yildirim was about uh, a plus 2,500, okay? So bottom line is we all knew going in what we were going to see here, a slaughter massacre. Uh, that Canelo would put on display, and he did. And I'll break down the strategy of this fight right now. Let's get right into it, guys. From the first round, Canelo looked very confident, in command, warmed up. Like George Foreman used to say back on HBO broadcasts, is that, you know, this guy looks like he's got some sweat on him, like he warmed up. And then maybe sometimes George would say, the other guy looks dry. Well, Yildirim looked... Dry as a bone. And you know what? I mean, it don't matter, bro. It doesn't matter. What the Rock say? It doesn't matter what you want to do. Like, Yieldroom had no chance to win this fight. Let's face facts. And Canelo did what he was supposed to do. Like Chris Rock said. Yes, a lot of pop culture references here. Is that, yes, he did what he was supposed to do. Calling out Chris Rock from one of his famous stand-ups that he did back in the day. You know, when he said, you, you're doing what you're supposed to do. Well, that's what Canelo did. He dismissed this guy in three rounds in very, very emphatic fashion. Like, uppercuts. Let's talk about the uppercuts. Saw that coming a mile away. I'm sure you all did too. You know, they were fighting and leaning on the inside. But Canelo was very smart in his tactics to set the bait. What do I mean by that? Okay, let's think about this. You get on the inside fight, you know, starting with your jab, and you try to move trajectory forward. And then what Canelo would do is take two steps back. And get a pop culture reference! Paula Abdul, you know, he would take two steps back. And what he would do with those two steps is make Yildirim Pay for the mistakes that he made because he was setting a trap and bait. Okay. The reason why the uppercut was effective is he had a fighter leaning on the inside towards him, which he knew. And he could read those tendencies because let's face facts, guys. Canelo's become a much better, better practitioner of the game. All right. He's got all the tools. He could move laterally. He could take a step forward and a step backward. He knows trajectory of shot. Beautiful body shots. I cannot negate the fact that he was throwing left hooks from hell to this guy's liver. The referee said that one was kind of low. Eh, you know, maybe, but it was on the belt line to me, you know. And let's face facts too. Yildirim's trunks were set very high. Okay, so I think that that was a total legal shot, but it doesn't matter at the end of the day. Like The Rock says, it don't matter what you want to do. This guy had no chance in hell to dethrone Canelo's reign of 
you know, kicking guys' asses that he picks his opponents for and destroys. I had people actually hit me up and they were asking me questions. They were saying, hey, Johnny, you know, Yildirim, maybe uh, anything can happen in boxing. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. That will not happen in a million years. Yildirim will not beat Canelo. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. No disrespect to Yildirim. I mean, he showed a great chin. He showed great resolve, intestinal fortitude. You know, he got dropped and all that kind of stuff. Got hit with Canelo bombs. And, you know, still looked like he wanted to be competitive until he got stopped in the third round. Um, at the end of the third round. And I believe it was a referee stoppage. I mean, this is immediate reaction. So I might have that wrong, but I believe the referee uh, called the fight. And as he should have, because, dude, Yildirim was just not in, in a good spot at all. Uh, Canelo, however, was in a great spot. He showed jabs. He showed body attack. He showed uppercuts. He showed what he's supposed to do against guys at that level of a yield room so let's talk about what canelo does next interesting you know i mean maybe some people still want this triple g trilogy to commence i don't really give a shit about that i i don't care about that anymore i don't need it i don't want it um if canelo is going to remain and campaign at 168 uh a fight i'd like to see is david benavides if he gets past his assignment against Caleb Plant, or if Caleb Plant gets past his assignment against David Benavides. Very interesting fight. Demetrius Andrade, interesting fight. I'm going to tell you why these fights are interesting on multiple levels, okay? Now I sounded like the wire there, okay? You got to look at the whole man, if you will. All right, so the thing is, for me, what I see with, uh, let's start with Caleb Plant. He's a very good slick boxer. And Canelo has been shown in the past to have difficulty against slick boxers. Hence, Israel and Lara. Hence, of course, his only loss against Floyd Mayweather. All right. Caleb is very fast. He's not heavy-handed, but he's fast and he's slick. And that could present problems for Canelo. The other fight that I have mentioned um, that I'd really like to see is David Benavides. David Benavides is very strong. He's young, got that youthful activity, hits like a fucking Mack truck. So I think that that would present problems for Canelo to be so brave as he was tonight. Um, you know, as we saw against Yildirim, is that he, he wouldn't be as, you know, in your face. He'd have to think twice before going in because there are going to be consequences that would have to have a payout there, um, you know, for Canelo. So the bottom line is the 168 division is a division that is very, very talented, rich, in my opinion, and has opportunity for Canelo. Um, I mentioned Demetrius Andrade, uh, not a huge puncher. And But at the end of the day, a slick boxer can present problems to make things very interesting. Styles makes fights. That's what we always say in boxing. Styles makes fights. And I think that um, the three aforementioned fighters as potential opponents for Canelo would 
obviously make for very highly entertaining fights. If Canelo still wants to play around at 175, nah, take it easy with that. You know, he, he did the right move at the right time against Kovalov. Uh, if he was to continue on that journey path, I think that there's a problem there. Um, you got people to look at, you know, better BF, bigger, stronger guys. I mean, Canelo is definitely a strong dude, but his frame does not suggest that he's a guy that should be fighting at 175 unless he finds the right opponent like he did with Kovalov at that opportunity. Uh, so right now, 168, uh, a couple other players of, of note, um, obviously Charlo, uh, but we have network divide. This is what destroys boxing, in my opinion, the network divides. But we don't know. Does Canelo continue to fight on zone? He seems like he's kind of like one foot out the door with that network. And it's so much to keep up with. It's so TMZ and all over the place. But at the end of the day, I think that uh, Canelo probably messes around still at 168 for a little while. Um, maybe, you know, we, we get that wild card Triple G third fight, which I really don't give a shit about. I, 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 I'm sorry, I'm just fan fatigued over it. It took too long to make the first one. We had the second one. I thought Canelo clearly won. I'm not a Canelo fanboy, but I do respect him and, and enjoy um, his entertainment value and what he brings to boxing and what he does for the sport. I'll give him that. Um, and I guess I'm giving him a pass on Clem Buterol because I know that you guys are listening will say, hey, uh, what about the Clem Buterol and all this? And how, how is he great for boxing? He's great for boxing because he makes people watch. My phone literally blows up every single time this guy fights no make no mistake about it every single time canelo fights people are calling me what are your thoughts and i'm like ah man you guys don't follow the sport he's gonna destroy this guy and thankfully that yildirim did not get that devastated tonight although he did take he did take um, a lot of amount of punishment a huge amount of punishment and again, the referee or whoever decided to stop that fight did the right thing at the right time. So for Canelo moving forward, the my my fight that I would like to see is obviously uh, Charlo, who I just mentioned. But I don't know if they can make that happen. I think that would be really entertaining. And um, I think there's a lot of challenges uh, with the other aforementioned fighters. That I mentioned, um, if David Benavidez gets past Caleb Plant, which I think is a very intriguing fight, Styles makes fights, like I said before. So then now we have um, a contrast of Styles, and I think the winner of that fight is definitely deserving of facing Canelo. Either which way, short, brief, immediate reaction. Short and brief, just like the fight. What do you want me to break down here, guys? I mean, at the end of the day, Canelo landed power shot bombs, body shots, had great leg movement, shot a beautiful uppercut, uh, right uppercut in particular, and just did what he was supposed to do. And what boxing now is supposed to do is pit Canelo 
against the best in the division. Hope you have a great night. Hope you're enjoying your weekend. And I'm going to say this. Wash your motherfucking hands. La ciao, baby.